Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Previously on Derpy Show. My mic sounds good. Check one. My mic sounds nice. Check one. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Check. Derpy Show. But you didn't have to cut me off. Derpy Show. Move that kitty out of the way. Derpy Show. I thought, I thought, you told me he was dead. Whose funeral did I go to? <laughs> I punch! You see, that's a new prank that I do, is cool. I send people to funerals telling them that one of their friends has died. My wife's been dead for two years! Wait, then who did I hit? Whose girlfriend did I bang then? Derpy Show. Wake the gimp. <laughs> gimp sleeping. Wake the gimp. Derpy show. I feel like I should be more energetic, but I'm just so tired right now. Oh, God, I'm d- No! You are no! Josh! <laughs> but I'm not angry enough. No, you're stupid. <laughs> no. Oh, I miss that guy. Really down to earth. He's gonna sound like a Neil Gaiman commercial if we keep talking about Neil Gaiman every episode. <laughs> Gaiman. Gaiman. Uh, so it's just fighter of the straight man. This just in at the Derpy Show News Headquarters. Boar is a douche. It's, it's true. New segment. Breaking news. I hate Neo Faust. You could have a killer in your kitchen. Motherfucking cell phones. Welcome to Derpy Show. I'm Boar. I'm Neo Faust. And this is DJ Snorlax. Derpy Show. <laughs> Did you like that? Did you like the Derpy Show whisper? I love the Derpy Show whisper. That was kind of cool, yeah. It's kind of creepy, actually, you know? Like, it happens so often. Like, it's like every second, Derpy Show. Yeah. It felt like at any moment that voice was just going to like come out of my speaker and just be there in real life. Kind of like the ring. Yeah, derpy show. Like it's just gonna crawl out of your microphone or your your headphones. Yeah, like I'm gonna take my headphones off and then like water's gonna leak out and then this fucking creep girl's just gonna start slithering. I, out. I guess this is supposed to be a podcast, so it would have to be headphones. Oh well, yeah, podcast, not pondcast. Who listens to a podcast on like loudspeakers? Uh, I listen to it in my car. 
Hmm. Yeah. I guess you could do that. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people do it in their car. A lot of people do probably do it in their car. Well, like the back seat of a Volkswagen? That sounds it's uncomfortable. Actually. Yeah. It's a very uncomfortable it's, position. It's got good head head clearance, but nothing else. Good head clearance. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that all you really need is good head clearance? Ooh. Uh, Listen, if your head's on clearance, you don't want it. All right, dick jokes ahoy. Hey, that's what we're all about. So, hi, welcome to this week's episode of Derpy Show. Derpy Show. Well, I guess it's more of a fortnight. We're on every other week. Yeah. Welcome to this fortnight's episode of Derpy Show. I don't know. That doesn't have a gr- really great ring to it. I mean, it's technically correct, but I don't know. What if I try to do it and sound? What if I try to sound more like Robin Hood? Okay. Verily, thou stest welcome to this fortnight's episode of Derpy Show. No, that's terrible. Oh, that's a good segue into the whole Game of Thrones thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones. What are we talking about, Game of Thrones? Yeah, I don't know. You guys wanted to talk about We were about supposed to talk time. about Game of Thrones this week, Yeah, that's remember? a big thing. You well, wanted to push that. Well, I love I Game of Thrones. I'm freaking addicted to Game of Thrones. I haven't watched shit, so I, I don't know if I want to deal with the spoilers, but go for it. Well, um... Well, you don't think I don't think any of the podcasters want to hear the spoilers if they haven't gotten up to that point. I mean, well, spoiler alert: everyone dies. Do you love? Wait, wait, does winter come? Uh, Have you? Here's a spoiler. Here's a spoiler. There's been like six books, and it's still not winter yet. Really? (laughs) (laughs) They keep saying winter's coming. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Sean Bean should not be a meteorologist. <laughs> Did you have some he wouldn't kind of stay alive about long that or enough something anyway. like that? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, "We're just coming." <laughs> I love it. That man, I love a uh, that man is a fucking walking spoiler. Like he dies in everything. Does he really? I thought he was in some movie that he didn't die, like some like cheesy ass like TV show or something. Oh, I'm sure he hasn't died in everything. Like like in a, a Sharp, which was a detective series, he didn't die, but yeah. he dies in. I'm going to list a, a series of movies in which Sean Bean has died. GoldenEye, Game of Thrones, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, Equilibrium. Oh, uh, true. Uh, Who's in Equilibrium? He's Partridge. He's the first partner. Oh, shit. That was like, I like her. Yeah, and he gets shot in the fucking face by yes. Christian Bale. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's more things that he's died in than there's things that he survived in. I mean, he technically survives in National Treasure, but look at him. He's British. He's going to get raped in American jail. It's true. I'm not really a huge movie buff, so I barely even remember most of these things. And I've seen a lot of those movies, though. I love Equilibrium. Yeah. Sadly, esoteric movies, but yeah, I haven't seen National Treasure, nor have I seen um. Actually, no, I haven't seen National Treasure. Uh, out of all those movies you listed, didn't think I cared to see another Nicolas Cage movie. That is surprisingly the best Nicolas Cage movie. Really? Yes. If you like campy, like, Indiana Jones type stuff. Season of the Witch? <laughs> well, I heard that movie is actually ridiculous. If you like ridiculous. If you want to see Cage raging the whole time, yeah, it's pretty Rage cool. Cage? The Rage, Rage Cage. Rage Cage. Rage Cage. 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 If I want to see Rage Cage, I'll go see a Tenacious D show. Oh, shit. Oh, man, yeah. Times. So it's a what, it's an Americanized Indiana Jones, which I thought Indiana it's, Jones was already well, I mean, Americanized. It's, it's not like Americanized. It's, it's modern day... And it's not like Super Indiana Jones where he's like going around kicking Nazi ass. It's that he's like and finding clues and secrets wrapped in mysteries, wrapped in riddles, the wrapped in and the Freemasons and all jazz. Correct. And it's pretty fun. It's enjoyable. I mean, it's not like fucking great literature, like great film. Yeah, but he goes all Mission Impossible on like the Constitution. Okay, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. 
But it's got John Voight, Sean Bean, um, Harvey Keitel. It's got a pretty good cast. I don't know actors, actresses. They're all good. Cool. Yeah, if I saw pictures, I would know what you were talking Maybe about. Maybe I could. I'd be like, hey, it's that one guy from that one well, movie. Well, it's got Angelina Jolie's dad. It's that dude from Actually Dad? Yes, Angelina Jolie's dad. Cool. And Mr. White from Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now I know how to talk to you fuckers. Well, no, because yeah, you just do <laughs> characters. Yeah, that's probably the best thing. Because with me, I, I really just can't recant a lot of these. Maybe some of them come to mind. Like, William Defoe comes to mind because of all the movies he's been in. Willem. He's got that certain weird face. Willem. Willem. Willem? Whatever. Defoe. Yeah. You got he's that, in that part, movie. Right? What's that one movie? It's called The Antichrist, I think it was? No, uh... It's a really messed up film where his like wife has a miscarriage and it's all done really weird and it gets like really messed up. Weird. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I remember watching it once going, this is fucked up. And then I also watched him in like what? Boondock Saints too? Yeah, Boondock Saints. There was a firefight. <laughs> uh, I like Way to music. But uh, uh, you know what meme I really love on the internet? What I, meme do you really love on the internet? I really love when they take a picture of someone like Willem Dafoe and they find the angriest picture of him and then they have a picture of him hugging somebody, and it says Willem the friend. Ah uh-huh, mm. yeah, the foe, the friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. that's I've like one of my. Too, that's like my yeah. new favorite meme. I've seen other ones. There's like a combination of those memes too. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Memes. So uh, yeah, I, Game of Thrones. Tell me, tell me this ish about it. I mean, if if not anybody that's already listening to us already knows about it, I mean, bringing up that word ish again. Ish, what's the problem with ish? I have words. I have words of the month. You're I like a, you're like a teenager with your words. Cha. I totally shipped that word. Oh, God, God damn it. <coughs> okay, so Game of Thrones. Um, if you're not watching it, you should. If you don't have HBO, you should find a friend who has HBO and let them use your HBO Go account so you can watch it on your tablet or computer or whatnot because it's the best fucking show around. If you like tits, it's got it. If you like balls, it's got them. If you like fighting, it's got them. It's got incest. It's got incest. You got them. You like midgets, it's got them. Yeah, that guy's pretty... Actually, the, the scenes I have watched when my girlfriend watches it... That guy is—he steals a show. I like his character. Peter I mean, Dinklage like, is Dinklage is excellent. Seriously, I mean, just yeah, his, his he, mannerisms and just his—he won know. the Emmy last year for Best Actor. Did he? Especially in season two, he's really been ramping it up. Like, yeah. he's is this character pretty much the main? He's—he he turns out you think he's going to be an evil kind of like out for himself kind of dude, but is he actually pretty good or something like that? Well, he. I don't is think... from the richest and typically kind of cold-hearted family. Yeah. Um, but because he was raised the way he was, being you know what they what they call casted, you know, yeah, yeah, being the imp, yeah. he had used his intelligence, so he is smarter than most of the rest of his family in the sense that he understands the way the world works. Okay. He thinks he he understands that family is very very important to him, uh, but he usually typically does try to do the right thing. I gotcha. But part of his character is the right thing versus family, even though his family has pretty much shot on him his whole life. Gotcha. Huh. Well, I think the other thing is that they usually show that everything isn't black and white. You know, everything's a shade of gray. Yes. And he's kind of like the epitome of that because he's not really good or really evil. Mm-hmm. But he kind of walks both lines. Huh. I dig that. Yeah. Well, I heard the whole kind of, uh, like... The whole kind of book series doesn't really touch upon the whole, like, you know, OMG wizards and warriors, and here's our group of four D&D characters going on a mission. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like, the, the magic is out there in the universe, away from it, detached, but they're still slightly affected well, by it. I'll be honest with you. It's like there's the first book and the first season. It's like magic used to exist. It's like modern day, where someone says yeah. the boogeyman. It, it, 
it's a story. It's a, someone yeah. that they said it used to happen or blah, 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 blah. Oh, cool. And magic hasn't existed for hundreds of years. Gotcha. And then it's kind of reawakening. Oh. The first time we see anything magical is like the last chapter of the first of the first book. Like okay. as the last book ends, that's the first time we've seen something yeah. like, well, magically. In the actual show, they've got a little bit of that in the very first episode. Mm-hmm. With the wolves and stuff like that? I heard they do something mm, with the wolves. Or well, the relationship or familiar kind of ties with the wolves. Yes. That comes up in the later series. It's something called, I believe it's skin Anime? changing. Oh. Um, nice. And they kind of Are you spoiling like, shit for me? I've watched everything. I haven't read the books, though. I think you're book spoiling me. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Well, if, no, if HBO is going to follow to the T with books like they did with freaking True Blood, which then again, I don't know. That's another um, thing. Anyways, go on. Anyway. All the Starks get really get are real close to their wolves. It's like a it's like a familiar like if you think like a yeah. wizard, it starts being more like that. Yeah, that's so. cool. I dig that. They don't like shapeshift. They're just like okay. You know how Bran has been seeing. Well, you can already like, discern that from the show, right? You know how Bran's been having the dreams of seeing yeah. the wolf. It's that's what that is. Okay, interesting. So then. I, I, I'll check it out sometime. It's just I got I, I got that stacked up with a bunch of other things I'm trying to catch up on, like the UK version of being human for one. Ugh. Yeah, and all the porn you got stored away. Yeah, lots of lots of impish porn. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> Did you say impish? <laughs> impish? impish or, I heard ampish. Does that mean I guess I guess partially amputee? I, like maybe maybe. Well, no. You see, you see. Um, I discovered working at a, a, an old hosting company, which I'll leave the name out of this. Um, the in web hosting, it is true. Most of the internet's made of porn. And there was this one porn site that was being backed up. And I was helping with the backup. And there were certain directories from that porn site that weren't <laughs> transferring over to the new backup. And one of them was impish porn. And I'm like, what the fuck is impish porn? Is it little people? It's, it's small, small grannies. Ugh. Uh, and um, I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So, have you guys ever had it where you're like looking at porn and there's one picture and you're really into it and you think she's super hot and then after you finish you realize she's not on her knees she's an amputee that happened has that once. ever happened to anyone happened I don't know once. about that I've seen like this one picture that floated around of like a chick with no arms and no legs and it's just like oh, okay well no I'm I thought like, she what? was I thought she was on her knees I mean if she was there just was nothing else indeed some people like that all for you nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that but it, it kind of made me feel dirty afterwards <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should I not talk about my masturbation habits? It's taking a weird turn for the worst. <laughs> this is a pretty good segue, though. Oh, a pretty good segue, segue? Oh, to, yeah. my, to my habits. No, no. to uh, oh, the news story. Speaking, the news story. Speaking, what the hell speaking, was this? Like, yeah, you posted of that. Mid, like, what? Speaking of, uh, I guess, little people porn, midget porn, sex dwarves. Um, sex dwarves. <laughs> uh, Gordon. I love Ramsey. that. That's an actual term. Sex dwarf. Yeah. What kind of bonuses in D&D do you get if you're a sex dwarf? Uh, a lot of charisma bonuses and constitution I guess constitution probably, stuff, yeah. Right? Intestinal con- fortitude? Yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a feat from the constitution, yeah. Okay. Go, yes. so, um, so Gordon Ramsay, the host of Hell's Kitchen and a number of other shows, and if you don't know who he is, he's that screaming, yelling Brit guy. That he, he's the, the angry kitchen. chef. Yeah, yeah, that angry British chef guy. Well, apparently there's a... He's got a... A, a, <laughs> a mini-me? A, yeah, a mini-me... That does porn. That does porn. Well, had. Wait, yeah. so it's, it's it's basically a clone of his? Or, like, was it, like, a... I don't think it's literally a mini It's, like, it's literally like, clone. It's, it's a wee person basically taking on his persona. Do you, do you have like the article? Stuff. Yeah, I can look up the article. The article, uh, the title is just great. What is it called? Here's the, the headline. 
Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf found dead in badger set. Badger set. What's a badger set? I think it's a nest. This is like a... This is a, this is a British tabloid, correct? Yeah. So a badger set. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Badgers are like wolverines. They're small, angry, like... Honey badger gives no shit. They're tiny bears, right? Honey badger gives no shit. Yeah. 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 So apparently they, they found him mostly eaten dead... In a in a like a badger's nest, is this really like? This sounds like a tabloid kind of made up thing, right? Apparently, that actually happened. No, this is a real bullshit. This is yeah. Fuck. So so here's here's my question: Did he die and then they throw him in the badger nest, or did the badgers kill him and drag him to the nest? They think that he might have committed suicide, like out in the woods, and badgers found badger. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. Suicide and the badgers are scavengers. Yeah. So they probably just drug gotcha. him into his hollow. That's what they think that's happened, kind of but still. Oh, but it's because he's so little, they could actually drag, drag him. him. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible, but I guess, yeah. I like to think that that was, like, how the, uh, how the mob was going to get rid of him. Like, he was, he was, he was underperforming in porn and didn't make oh. enough money anymore, so yeah. they're like, instead of you sleep with the fishes, you're fucking sleeping with the badgers. Yeah, feed him to the badgers, that's Tony. What they, that's what they do it in, that's how they do it in Britain. Oh, God. No, they have to be Russian mafia. The yeah, Russian mafia. feed them to the badger. This, did this happen in Britain? It doesn't even really say. Oh, no, it just, when I see that, I'm like, oh, fuck, it is him. <laughs> yeah, I love how they have a picture of him getting his smile. Oh god, yeah, they have one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They've got a thumbnail of, of, of some pornographic action. And it looks like he's wearing a priest outfit with and a, a hard, hard hat. hat. Why is he wearing a priest while, while getting sucked by some sort of a redhead? Wow. Alright, well, he's doing well for himself, or yeah, he it's, was. It's, uh, it's, um. Yeah. So, why would you kill yourself? Supposedly, I mean, he was very successful, though. Like, he was, like, the world's premier Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> whoa, whoa. He, honestly, he was he probably wasn't too happy with that aspect. Maybe he just, it was tough, you know, it's, hard for it's, some it's, cash. No, no, he chose to, to walk in being the Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf. Well, here's the question. Is he the only Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf? That's Are the there other question. Gordon Ramsay sex dwarves? There's probably somebody that's just waiting in... In the sidelines, like, oh, it's it's my chance now so, to be the the premier Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf. So he's the prime suspect, is what you're saying. It might be. He's the only person that had anything to gain. It'd be the perfect crime though, because you drag it, like, uh, put him near, kill him near a badger nest, and you know that the badgers are going to come and eat him. Maybe well, they thought they're going to like digest the bones, like they would feed the dogs, like woos like pigs. That. It yeah, wouldn't even have to yeah. eat everything. It would just be enough to be like, oh, I guess he got eaten by badgers, and they would probably eat away any stab you know, wounds anyway. Yes. It would be a pretty perfect crime if you wanted to get rid of a Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf. <laughs> Granted, forensic analysis could probably take no. a look at the bones and see if there's any damage from stab wounds. No, I want to know: Are there any other sex dwarves? And is it and is it related? Yes, there, there is. There is a there is a quite a uh, like a subgenre or like an actual. Stephen is an expert on this. No, no let no, him no, go. No, no, no. no, 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 no wait, no, wait, wait. No, 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 here's my no. question: Is it and are the sex dwarves relegated to just chefs? Like, is there a Mario Batali sex no, dwarf? No, seriously, I, there... took, I took a sex I took a sex psychology class in, in um, college, and they were talking about all different, like, fetishes. And one of the fetishes that they went into in one of the documentaries was, like, you know, just random things. Like, there's obviously one for, like, you know, we people. And apparently, is it the right term, little people? I guess it's the more correct I term. guess little people, I think, is the little most people politically, politically correct. correct. And there is a genre of porn tied to that exactly, and there's different aspects of that. It's just maybe, like, the amputee porn some people love. You know, hell... It's, uh, it's well, it's 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 just another thing. It's 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 something that we know that's 
what we could normally consider normal, and then you take it one degree off. Amputee, yeah. something's missing. Yeah. Little people, it's going to be a, a, it's a shrunken complex. version. I heard something kind of complex with that, too. Like, well, yeah. But it's also similar to like how people on the internet love to see male video game characters... But girls dress like them. Yes, like that's yes. that's like rule seventy three or something like that. But that's 34. another 34. no thirty four is they're having sex. I thought it was there's like a, if it exists, there's porn of it. Basically. That's rule thirty four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. there's another I rule. That's what you're referencing. Well, there's another rule that is if there's a male character, there exists porn of them as a girl getting. Oh, fucked. okay, makes sense. Yeah, there's always well, there's that nitty little um like. Uh, Whatchamacallit, like a trend now to like gender bend all these like different characters and stuff. Like Adventure Time did it, and mm-hmm. a bunch of other like people are going along with that. Well, and it's a whole subgenre of, of cosplaying. They call it crossplay. Oh, crossplay, yes. Yes, yes. That goes mm-hmm. up there with the whole androgynistic kind of look of like all those visual key kaiko. I think it's K. Visual yeah. K kind of but, thing. But you saw yeah. get some cool stuff. Like, I, there was a really good crossplay of the Justice League where they did it really, really smart. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just like a dude in Wonder Woman's costume, he was dressed like a Spartan in red, white, and blue. I've seen it. It's a gender bend kind of cross. Right, right. So instead of just being... It was like a reimagining of the characters if they had gender swapped. Mm -hmm. And most of those costumes are actually really, really strong. So Cool. Well, hey. It sounds awful to me. Well, you hate everything. I I hate a lot of... Not as much. You're the hater. You're the new hater. I have to be the new hater? You're the new hater. All right. But you shoot it down with this sarcasm. I just want to hate that I'm the new hater. Can I do that? Yes. But you're not angry enough. You just shoot it down with sarcasm and dry humor. and then Screw you, dude. See? It's like, I don't know. But if you didn't serious. have to hate it all. Oh, God. I'm starting <laughs> to hate that. <laughs> can, I, can I make as many Godier jokes as possible? I, uh... Oh, is that how you spell that, say that? I don't know. Can we have a I, go- I've only seen Gaios? it written down. Gotcha. Can we have a gate? Can we have a gate jar like that we throw a dollar in every time we make a joke about gate? I like to say think that his name is like gotcha. Well, I don't know. Maybe so. it's like when Yonzi, uh For the longest time, Yonzi is like the lead singer of the band Sigaros, and for the longest time, I kept saying Jonesy, and it's J O N S I. Are you speaking words? It's a band. Are you having a stroke? It's an Icelandic band. Okay, kind of like Bjork. I, I'm it's just letting him go. <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on over here. Bjork. No, because they kept calling him Jonesy. I'm like, hey, you guys Listen. like that Jonesy band? It's like it's Jonesy. I'm like, oh, Icelandic. Listen, I, there's fucking Icelandics. <laughs> They made up some kind of language, too, Sigaros. They like a peace language or something like that, where they just mumble and you know, they play with xylophones, because that's what makes you super fu- indie as fuck. You have like, instru- like improvisationalized instruments and xylophones, and you sing off-key. That Moldy Peaches song from that goddamn movie, was it, a Dakota, Dakota something? Uh, no, no, that, that movie about the hamburger phone chick that got pregnant. Juno. <laughs> Thank you, I don't know the names of these things. By Diablo Cody? Is that the word you're looking for? I don't for? know, something. Is it Diablo? No, I thought Diablo was the name of the screenwriter. What Diablo was this Cody guy fed? Is Ser- Neo Faust, what the hell is going on well, over here? Well, I know, I know that he ate a bunch of french fries from the big wheel truck. Sriracha. That, that were covered in sriracha mayo, and then he immediately chugged a monster. Oh, okay. And so I got he's, on board too. So he's high as shit right now, yes. and that's yeah. why he's spouting a bunch of. I got endorphin. I got endorphin rushes. I got my stomach going in all different ways. It's good stuff. But anyways, back to the whole thing. What was I saying? We don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what we were saying. Yodzi, Yodzi. No one cares. Yodzi. What are you care? even talking about? We're mispronouncing names, wasn't it? Yodia, yeah, because we're talking about We went to the whole like jar Yodia. That was thing. like five minutes ago. Was you no, blacked out? I have no concept of time. I never even got to say my Yodzi joke. Did you Yodzi <laughs> joke? Because but, you segued into something that I don't even know what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> oh, so wait, what's what's the what's, what's the Yodzi joke? 
But you didn't mean to spread your cheeks. Whoa, I like yours better. I was just going to say that the first time I saw that guy's name that I thought it was Goatsy. <laughs> It'd be way better you if it was Goatsy. Freudian slip for you there, buddy. You're thinking about Goatsy. How often do you see Goatsy? I don't... What? Do you like see? Is it, is yeah, it's referenced you constantly on the internet. Do you open a book and be like, oh, Goatsy? Does, does Google analyze your search and just go like, oh, Goatsy? I think the last thing I saw that was actually related to that was that picture of the clouds. <laughs> where, where it looks like hands are parting a hole in the clouds. <laughs> I'll never again. I'll never be I mean, saved. that's kind of an old one, oh, but that was probably so the last time I've seen it oh, referenced. Oh, man. You know what I kind of want? I kind of want a belt buckle that's two hands holding open a hole. <laughs> I kid you not, I was at Clearwater Beach a few we're, weeks ago. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> the Goatsy belt buckle. There's Look for it on the Derpy that. Show website. Eventually we're going to have we'll get Goatsy a kick- belt buckles. We'll, we'll get a Kickstarter going. Everyone's going to want the Goatsy belt buckle. Oh, God. Do you think we'll need a Kickstarter for that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Just hold. Just don't. I don't know. Let me make it ambiguous. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I got problems with Kickstarter. What's the problem? It's just a. Uh, do people actually do stuff with? I don't they get? actually have a problem with Kickstarter itself. I kind of have a problem with all of the big name people going on Kickstarter. So we have people like Tim Schafer, who has his new game coming out, Double Fine the, Adventures. Is that the guy that did Psychonauts? Yeah. Yes, and also right. the old school games like uh, Monkey Island, a bunch of stuff like that. Oh, he worked for Monolith uh, Studios, or yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so so Tim Schafer, um, yeah, he's gonna make his own game, make a game for the fans that want that. That's awesome. Yeah, and he wanted like what two million? He wanted like it was like a million to start. Okay. But they raised like four. Yeah. So we have people that I understand that it's hard to get some people, people like a big company to make your game, but you already have like this clout. You can like work on stuff with your own time. And you you can get Kickstarter to help you out, but like now you're just getting people instead of them buying just buying your game that you already have funded. That's already going to happen. You're asking them for more money for this game, which is taking free. it away. Well, he's taking that money that would be going to independent developers that aren't able to even get their game off the ground. Honestly, yeah. they're throwing more money into this hole that's already that's already reached its cap. It's true. I mean, instead like, of funding other people that need that that little kick. Well, the indie developers like um, the people that did um, what's it called Limbo. Uh, how much did that cost to make that game? That was a beautiful game. Beautiful puzzle-based mm-hmm. game. I don't know and, what uh, that has to do with Kickstarter. But no, but they're an independent uh, uh, video game maker, and I, yeah. obviously that game did not make take like a million dollars to produce. Well, Same with like other indie hits. Indie has their various terms. There's a difference between like small press and then like independent. Yeah. Like in, indie meaning like we're not with a big company is a lot different than like small press meaning like we're two guys in a basement. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, how much does that cost to do a game like that? I mean, like I have no I, that that kind of stuff. I have no idea. But but what's what's Kickstarter, even if you look at it just six months six months ago, you'd get a lot of games that are people that didn't have the opportunity to make a game, would never normally be able to get their game published, and this is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But in the past month or two, you've noticed you've got um, Tim Schafer mm-hmm. was putting that together from the old games. We've got the new um, Fallout. No. The guys from Fallout were making a new game. Freaking Shadowrun is a game that's already existed they're bringing back. Um... Uh, who else is using... There's somebody else is using Microsoft Kickstarter. Games released that, didn't they? Shadowrun? Yeah, originally. Yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, um, Tim Schafer, when he was saying that he wanted to do Psychonauts 2, didn't Notch just pledge all the money he wanted? I think I saw something, something like about, that might have happened. about Notch saying, like... 
If you if you what you need, I'll do it. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I've seen musicians doing the same thing too with Kickstarter. Which too. like they have all these weird assholes. For those that don't know, Notch was like the head of Minecraft, so he has crap loads of money. Mm-hmm. Still does. But like, but what I'm trying to say is, it's just it sucks that this was one of those things that was letting the end up the small press, these guys that were just had a dream, make it happen. And now you've all these people that have other legitimate means of making the, their ways happen. Yeah, it's they're just bypassing having to beg for money from the producers, basically. Right, right. Yeah, they're just pre. It's just these pre-orders for games that, in all honesty, might happen with or without Kickstarter. Whereas there are a lot of people that that is the only way they could possibly make a game happen. Well, and there's also here's the other thing that's going nuts on Kickstarter. So Paizo, the people who make a game called Pathfinder, which for those of you who don't know, oh, it's a D and D three point seven five, right? Kind of, yes. So D and D made fourth edition, and then a lot of people didn't like that. So people made their own game called Pathfinder with mm-hmm. a company called Paizo. And they, they're doing a Kickstarter for the demo for a game that they're going to take to a, a production company. Meaning that you're funding something that isn't even a game. You would be mm. funding the chance for a game to be made. Wow, that's that's kind of an ultimate kind of troll little switcheroo. Right? Like, oh, game didn't get approved, but it's by a million dollars. I actually saw another form of Kickstarter abuse recently where someone raised a ton of money because they wanted to make a game in RPG Maker, which is kind of like a basic framework where basically anyone can make images, can make their own little RPG. Like mm-hmm. anyone can do it. Yeah. It's super easy. Um, you, you don't need funding for it. And some guy was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make this game in RPG Maker," and he was upfront about it. But people are retarded and just threw a bunch of money at him. Derpy show. So, uh, have you guys uh, played that or uh, the, the Diablo three game? Nope. Nope. Am I gonna be the only one? Am I gonna be the only one? Okay, you did too. Okay. Do you want to do you want to take that again? Do you want to do that do that line again? Okay. <laughs> so uh, you guys are uh, play that. What? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> what are you hey, doing? Hey, so what do you motherfuckers play Diablo three? Diablo three. Hey, hey, Diablo three. So the witch doc, the witch doctor raises raises a fucking skeleton. I'm like, hey, get a tomb. <laughs> It's like your Roddy Dangerfield over here. Diablo. Jesus Christ. I was trying to work in Diablo because I love to say Diablo instead of Diablo. <laughs> Diablo. You play that Diablo game? Diablo 3? <laughs> Diablo Trace? Diablo Trace. Speaking Have you played the Diablo game? Yes. Yes. I've played it so much that I get to play it at work, too. So. Okay, so... Do you, you bought it, so you you've yeah, been playing it I a lot. It, yeah, am I the only one again that's only played the games and they had to go up and talk about it? Like when that whole Mass Effect talk, whenever we would talk about it on the radio show, and everyone's like, oh, dur, 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 dur. well, I was gonna have a conversation with you about it, but uh, now that you you're play- being a dick about it, I don't oh, know if I want to. <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep talking about it. Yeah, Diablo three. Uh, I, I gotta say it's a little bit more streamlined than the uh, the second, but people are I don't know being a little butthurt about certain things, but I don't know if so you could care less. The rune system makes the system I don't know okay. And it just I love the fact that the town portals now aren't scrolls that you have to collect and you can just like pop the town portal wherever you you're at. It's great. So but you have to channel it though. I played the Diablo 3 beta. I didn't I didn't buy it. I don't know if I'm going to or not. Um and I was a little bit underwhelmed, especially since it has that always on DRM like everything oh, yeah. is their server. That's hilarious. Like you're playing off of their server constantly. I'm in not down game. with that. Yeah, in a solo yeah, game you're, especially. Yeah, and friends can and jump into your. Do you game have to too. interrupt every single <laughs> yes, time I, I say anything? Keep going. I'm gonna kill you. Go. <laughs> so, so you're always online. You have to be online. Yeah, you have to be online 100 percent of the time with it. Which, for 
an MMORPG I can understand, but if I'm just playing, you know, like a, a dungeon crawly, what do you even call Diablo? What's its it's genre? Dungeon crawler, solo hack and slash game. Hack and slash dungeon crawl is yeah. probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, they started. If I'm playing that. a game like that, I don't want lag in a single player game, which I experienced constantly when I was yeah. doing. I mean, I realized they were stress testing at the time, but. They didn't stress test enough. <laughs> they obviously didn't because their launch was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, and the graphics, I thought, were underwhelming. Like. Now that's the graphics being underwhelming. That's pretty par for the course for Blizzard, though. Blizzard deliberately makes games that can be run on systems that are old. Yeah. They want as much market penetration as possible. They don't just want the top tier gamers. Yeah, but if you have an efficient engine, you can scale things like through settings. So I should be able to turn on anti-aliasing. So you know? do you think that um, the DRM, like the always on, do you think that reasoning behind that was to prevent piracy, or do you think it was to assist with the lower end systems being able to run the game. No, I think it's 100% piracy. Gotcha. I think half of it is also so you don't dupe items. Like, I think they want to stay in charge of the items because well, they have um, real money auction house so you can sell your items to other people for money. Gotcha. Well, I guess that makes sense. It's so you can't steal, essentially steal cash. Yeah. But, and that was a huge problem in Diablo 2, as I remember. If I remember correctly, in Diablo 2, it got so bad that instead of using gold, you actually used items as currency. It was uh, SOJs, oh, yeah. right? Hell yeah, yeah. But then they got into the closed uh, closed battle net, where they basically hosted the characters on the battle net servers, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was something like that. I didn't really play a lot of Diablo 2. I played I, it, but I didn't play a lot. I remember my friends playing like hardcore, getting really high up there, and having like gear just specifically made to do nothing but do item finds, and they just did the Mephisto run, Mephisto run over and over and over and over again. Yeah. God damn that grinding game. Now, alternatively, I I did also play the Torchlight 2 beta, which which I've heard better reviews about. It's awesome. Really. Um, compared to my experiences with Diablo 3, I was blown away. You're like, kidding me. You gotta play that. Um, I thought the graphics were better. Um, it They had a, a way of curbing piracy also, but um, you can play LAN games with it, so you don't even have to be... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Connected to the internet. Hmm. Um, and almost every single problem that I had with Diablo 3, Torchlight 2, had an answer for Wait. It, it wasn't as dark. Um, it was a lot brighter color palette and everything. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was it was cartoony, but 
it was fun. Like mm. it's it's good to look at. Um, I thought Diablo three was a little drab. Well, the big thing that irritated me was well, not irritated, surprised me because I'm playing by myself, and all of a sudden my friends who are like ecstatic about the game all of a sudden just join my game without me even just accepting if they wanted to join. Oh, you or can't. Not. You can't. People just pop right into your game. You if can't play a friends, single player game. You can play a single player game. But if you're online, your friends see you, they just pop right into it. Well, aren't you always online? Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're always online, even in single player, but your friends just pop in without any kind of prompt saying, like, so-and-so wants to join your game. Yes, no. It's just, boom, they're in. Like, Mm. what the fuck? See, Torchlight has an answer to that, because if you're playing on the internet, you can do friends only, or you can just play single player only. Nice, nice. Eh, well, I'd, I'd, I'd get through it and play it a little bit of it, and the shine will probably wear off after a while, and I understand they'll be, like, releasing content or something, like, in patches. Here's the best thing about Torchlight 2, and I, I feel like a Torchlight 2 commercial right now. Nice. But you can get four copies of Torchlight 2, one copy for each of your friends, for less than one copy of Diablo 3. <sighs> Makes sense. Yeah, it's $20 On a person Steam, or right? $50 for a no, four-pack. Four pack. I love Steam. Steam, yeah. yeah. Steam's awesome. Steam is the best. Derpy show. Yeah, Steam on Linux is probably going to be a thing that's happening soon. Um, one of the major things that people think that is going to happen is they're going to put out a Steam box. Have you heard of that? Yes, it's uh, going to be like a, like a boxy box or anything, but it's designed a to content gaming run. box yeah. console. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, like it's going to be like a console for Steam. No. And they think that it's going to be run on Linux, and therefore there will be a Linux port. So if you have Ubuntu or something, you That's can play. Awesome. But my question next here is this. Is the processing because everybody's about to make that? There's a there's a now there's a point now where we've already made a jump in the virtualization of server infrastructure, and then we're just one step away from doing cloud, full on cloud computing. So it, is this box going to be one of those consoles that come out to where nothing's done on the local machine other than no. just downloading? No, it's going to be a, it's going to be a full computer. Well, Cause, Kai. Cause those exist. I have it on live. You, on, okay. live, on live, is like you can run it on your iPad, you can run it on Android software. Is that the Gaikai? Because I know Hawken is about to release Prosper. Gaikai is a different company. Okay. On live is a company that already has a box. Yeah. And they have Arkham. They have all the, the Batman games. They have first person shooters. They have Assassin's Don't Creed. Don't you have to pass a certain test for like you know your network latency before you could play that? Because I know like with Gaikai, they have to test your connection at a certain time and peak uh, like peak condition before you can kind of beta test all their different games. And well, they're working in tandem with Hawken to possibly release with that. Well, Hanlive is, is a service that's already been serving. You, par- you purchase it. Sweet. Like, I already have the box that connects to your HDMI and hooks into your Ethernet and runs. Huh. And you just have to pay for it. And um, they do deals. You can pay for like a month and then you get demos of all the games stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and it's nothing's local there's no local well, I think what anything. he was saying though was that you you have to have a good enough internet connection to support it that's the key essentially yes I mean because I've seen like some that would just actually stream down a really shitty quality but you can kind of get by with the game of like 64 graphics <laughs> I feel that's kind of how it works because I've seen because like uh, I was playing on my tablet on my uh, Kindle Fire mm-hmm and um, it looked pretty poor, but it was still going, just Wi-Fi for my house. Yeah. So, I mean, it was coming through on, as a DSL line, but being sent up Wi-Fi up the stairs to my top, to my second story, it you. was kind of crummy. Feet, you know, the Wi-Fi gets kind well, of I, slow. Well, I, I remember hearing back in the day, like, when Dreamcast was about to come out, that, like, there was a, a few people wanted to propose a PC kind of console box that all you have to do is just put the PC game in and it would install itself because the biggest travesty with, like, the PC gamers was having to deal with all these compatibility issues and installing well, it. Well, that's right. where the Steam box is going to try to solve a lot of that because it's going to be basically like a high-end computer that they develop for, in nice. theory. Um, nice. They haven't officially announced anything yet, but 
E3 going on soon? They a, a lot of the problems with computer gaming is that they have to develop for a wide range of hardware. Mm. Um, you have to develop for computers that are five or six years old, and also, you know, like, you don't want to disappoint the people that have bleeding-edge hardware. And give, give a good lifespan on it, too, yeah. So if they released a platform that was Linux-based and they knew all the hardware specs, they could develop for that and guarantee that the games will run perfectly on it. Cool. And I think that'll be amazing. Would well, they have to play the whole hardware game, like every five years release an upgrade or like some kind of like component that increases its capacity? Possibly, but they wouldn't really have to do it any more often than a console upgrade. Or maybe, like we said, make that shift over to that complete streaming kind of game content, which... I, I really think the streaming is the future, man. Because if you if if you have a good internet connection, it's beautiful, man. Now, we've it's already virtualized thing. all our servers. Now there's really just like the physical server kind of like infrastructure is somewhat there, but it like hosts like thousands of servers within that physical construct. And I don't know. I'm not too interested in all that streaming stuff. Maybe I'm just old fashioned, and I like to have my computer to just be powerful and running it here and not having well, it being played somewhere else and streaming maybe to Maybe take the load off of it, like half and half. Like double your co- your processing power by hooking up to this service where, like, you know, external. I feel like the technical implications behind that are just too great. No, nah, it doesn't even make queuing. sense. It can work. You basically just, like, stream down all your processor specs out of your, like, NIC card down to the server and back and forth with it. Like, you could split your load, basically, with all that. Well, anyway, all I know is that I've always had pretty much, like, a last-gen computer. Like, I never spent a lot of money on my computers, which is why I was, I like, wow, I played WoW forever. I still play WoW, because you don't need a whole lot to make that game run. Um, and I like Steam a whole lot, because most of the Steam games that I get aren't heavy processor. They're, you know, it's true. good-looking, and I really enjoy that. So to me, being able to play a cutting-edge game with pretty graphics because it's being streamed somewhere else is a really, it's a boon to me. It's really awesome. I really love it. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so speaking of new technology, I bought some old technology. You get a Game Boy? No, I bought a uh, record player. A record player? A record player. I bought a record player. Good man. He's going full hipster. I'm not going full hipster. No, if you See, get a record player, no. you're on the way to becoming full hipster. I have a eight track reel to reel recorder. See, there's the real hipster right over there. No, he's he's just a dork. You <laughs> yeah. are going full hipster. <laughs> Records are the thing that's in and trendy. Do you have a laser disc? Have you, have you taken this record player anywhere out in public yet? It doesn't go in public. It's like connected that. to my stereo. Oh, I have seen pictures of hipsters taking in them London, out in London. Wasn't he yeah, the guy with like, the portable sure. one? He's just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mine doesn't do that. Mine's connected to my stereo. Okay, are you aware that these days we can fit your entire music library into your pocket and you can take it anywhere you want to go? But are you aware that that's a digital conversion of the yes. sound, not an analog version of conversion analog. of the sound? So what? Analog sounds different. In a certain feeling to it, it's always that argument of feeling, of softness. Every analog electronic device has its own kind of reaction to the environment it's been in and also gives off a certain sound or warmth like for instance analog synthesizers vacuum tubes over time wear down and on that wear produces a specific sound you've noticed a lot of people like with guitar amps like to get worn down like you know tube or uh, vacuum tubes to put in their amp to have that raspy sound well that makes sense when you're producing but that's like the thing, a lot music. of record players have certain kind of like, it's not a vacuum tube, tube sound, but, but it's everything kind of a, these days are recorded digitally. Yeah, and you know what's happening? 
all these VSTs that are based off in all these programs are trying to replicate that analog sound. They're trying to get that, like, you know, that chaotic... Well, that's cool, but why... What's the point of a record player? But I'm not buying new albums. I'm buying old albums. I just bought Styx's Killer Was Here and Welcome to the Grand Illusion. You could probably just... Do something to your headphone cord to make it sound a little crappy. Nope. But it's not. But crappy isn't the not sound. Crappy. It's the way the needle reads, dude. It's it's it's. I, I hate to say it, but like warmth is the right. It's the that's, that's the word that's everyone uses. But it, it's kind of how it feels. It's got a. I feel like it. you could just put your digital music through a filter and listen to it that way. I it's, don't think. Well, it's, it's how we got used to the sounds of VHSs when we were little, and we moved into DVD players and stuff like that. Have you ever gone back to either like Laserdisc, even Laserdisc, which were the perfect kind of intermediary? Wait, are that. you trying to tell me that some people preferred VHS for a while? Is that what you're it's trying Betamac, to tell me? Betamac, actually. Betamac was used. Actually, Betamac was used in a lot of like uh, TV no, productions. No, okay, too. okay. We don't need the history of Betamax, but are you trying to tell me that once DVDs came out, some people were like, oh, I like VHS better. <laughs> I don't know, probably hippies. I don't know if anyone. I don't think anybody (laughs) did. (laughs) I remember people saying Betamax because when we had the HD recorders at a TV station I worked at, we still had the automated. Betamax was Betamax was better than VHS. Way better than VHS. No one, but no one had those. Only only television production people had those. Nah, just yeah. yes, like six people had. My them. dad bought into the Betamax thing. Yeah, okay? yeah. Like, it's gonna revolutionize everything. Dad, yeah, and he probably it. bought a laser disc too, and no one else fucking did. We had a laser disc player. Specs. Of Who cares? Uh, you're you're discs. getting so far off track that it. Uh, anyway, laser discs. Back to the record player. Back to the record yes. player. Yes. Fuck. This <laughs> laser disc. This <laughs> is more. This, to me, it's more. It's it's definitely nostalgia. I remember listening to records with my parents, and that was something that we did. It's it's it was an experience because when you can just skip the track of this, you're forced to listen to the music. And not only that yeah. you're forced, but it's it's like an experience. You have to take it out. You put it on. Like you're set to listen to that. So you're going to listen to that. It's a. It's I don't know. I just got a whole. It. It's got a whole ritual to it, I guess. Do you have thick-rimmed glasses that you wear while you're listening no. to you too, and like a sweater? No. No. He puts on a beret and a, a puffs beret? on a, uh, a hookah. Maybe a cigar, something like that. I don't, I don't know what a do, good do smoking implement too? would be for... Do you for... read Proust and you just kind of argue the, the fundamentals of his... You guys are cocksuckers. <laughs> you knew this was coming! You knew it! Uh. You also drink seasonal microbrews? Uh, no, I prefer a good, a good stout any there day. There you go, it's easy stout, liquid bread. What? I don't know. He's right, stout is essentially liquid bread. It was yeah. designed to be liquid bread, the monks See? would drink it. Bitches. Okay. This sounds like something I learned in Firefly. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what haven't you learned in Firefly? Not how to stay on the air. No. Oh! Ouch. That's That hurts. That's a, I got told that information on my birthday. Ouch. <laughs> it is bitch didn't even say happy birthday. <laughs> he calls me. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So what's this the story? story? He is being horrible at segueing right now. He's just segueing when we're in the middle of talking about shit. So I heard about this thing that happened. Hey, you guys weren't done talking about that? All right, let's talk about this lump on my ass. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, you know, I saw a lump once. It was this thing that did lumps. It was, it a it was a mashed potatoes. One time I was at a petting zoo where they had asses. Oh! So I saw a zoo one time where there was a door. <laughs> it's true. That's how I do. That's how I go. 
You're was, awful. And then there was Jello everywhere. To be fair, when we told him about segways, he only realized he didn't realize that there was something besides yeah. the little leany forward, backwards. Seriously, speaking device. of segways, the security guards on those things do not look intimidating at all. <laughs> they're the less, they're the least intimidating. Did you agree? You know, people like are like, hey, stop coming at you with the segway. You know how people like. I think the problem is we need to teach you that. You don't segue every time there's an opportunity to segue. <laughs> we want to yeah. carry on with the next Like Sometimes yeah. we want to keep going with a topic. Yeah, we'll just keep going with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to devolve even further. Maybe we should just take away your segue privileges. You yeah. have to raise your hand <laughs> when you have an idea. Oh, oh, oh. No, you can't talk. Oh. It's radio. You just have to raise your hand silently. And then we will either shake our heads or nod, and then you're allowed to segue. And then I just pop in there randomly? Yeah. See, see how that goes. So what were we going on about before you raged on me about segwaying? I don't even. I think we were ripping on Channing for having a record a player. A record player. I'm not. You're ripping on him. I'm not. I'm just going yeah. into the hipster thing. Because I too read Proust. Okay, I think I was ripping on Channing for having a. And so you're maybe wait, wait. a little bit on you so for wait, defending. So you're him. trying to tell me that you were ripping on me before it was cool. Oh. You fucking hipster. Oh. You just, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, you're retarded. Get an MP3 player. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I get an MP3 player? That's the phone. end of the conversation. Done <laughs> dick. and done. Derpy show. This next segment is from our old radio show called Serious Business that used to air on WPRK. It's called Ask Dr. Bohr. If you have any questions for Dr. Bohr, we plan on doing these in the future. Just email bohr at derpyshow.com. That's B-O-R at derpyshow.com. And we may or may not choose to answer them in a future segment. All right, so um, there is one nice thing, though, that we've decided to help you people out with. Today, luckily, uh, Bohr did let us know that he is, in fact, a doctor. A doctor of love. Yeah, I... I the only way that I'm a doctor, though, is that I wrote down on a piece of paper, PhD. PhD. <laughs> hey. And then my name. That's more than I have. So yeah. we've it's, actually... It's like I ordered it on the internet, except for I skipped the internet part. Oh, gotcha. So it's kind of like the same way that I'm a minister. It's basically like that. Okay. So we have quite a few questions from some of the ladies in the chat room. I'm going to field them for you. Ooh. Well, what are they pertaining to? Um, all sorts of different things. Love, lust. So some relationship advice they want. Uh, yes, definitely relationship advice. Okay, well, yeah, I'm a self-proclaimed expert on this. Let's go. All right, the, one of the questions I like here is, um, is it true that massive multiplayer online RPGs are the best birth control, or do players that, uh, couples that play together stay together? You know, um, actually, it's a good question, because... MMORPGs have been known to tear apart couples in the past. But uh, I've also experienced where they can bring them closer together because you go on little quests together and stuff. Uh, I guess my conclusion on that would be that MMORPGs are fine. The problem is that women don't like to tell you what they're really thinking or feeling. Fair enough, fair enough. It's communication is key. Communication, that's what we're going with. All right. And us dudes, we just don't understand subtlety. I, I agree with you on that one. I, I really don't think that we understand subtlety whatsoever. Um, so we got some more questions. What about uh, uh, this one? Ladies mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. uh, librarian-type glasses, yeah. sexy or no? Uh, I don't know. I've seen it go both ways. Sometimes that's awesome. Other times it's pretty rough. 
So overall, would you would you say there's there's a, is this a seventy year old lady we're talking about? What no, do we say? Typical typical girl. Even if she, let's just say typical average girl. Okay. Do the glasses hurt or help? Do I have to assume that she's somewhere within my age range? Yes. Okay. Do I also have to assume that she's attractive without average. the glasses? Average, with or without the glasses, just average. Just will that tip a scale one way or the other? For me, no. Okay. Either way is fine. Although I guess sometimes it's it, it might help a little bit. All right. Uh, I have two more. Two more. We're gonna go for. Um, should boyfriends let their girlfriends win at games in order to keep them uh, happy as they're going? Absolutely not. Uh, the dude should just you know if you're good. Go for it. Just dominate, and and she'll respect that in the end because chicks like jerks. You right? see, I'm actually gonna go ahead and uh, and counter that one. I disagree. Uh-huh. I feel that gaming is kind of like an illicit drug, like a narcotic. You gotta give them the first hit. Mm. The first hit's free. And oh, I do that for back. everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. But in the long run, I'll I'll still dominate you. Oh okay. All right. Not you specifically, sir. I'm scared. I don't want to dominate you at all. I feel a little nervous after this conversation. Unless we're playing a video game, in which case, yes. Okay. And uh, the final question coming from our chat room is, uh, once you have cosplayed, can you ever live down the shame? No. No? No. That stink just does not wear off. No, there's going to be pictures of it. It's going to be on the internerds. And, uh, you know, once it goes on 4chan, it's over. It's true, especially for girls. You know there's a whole 4chan uh, uh, section just for girls that cosplay. I didn't know that, but... It's true. I try to stay away from that place if at all possible. It's kind of like the seedy back alley of the internet, (laughs) that you don't really want to go there unless you absolutely have to. That's how I feel about it. I understand. Oh, there's someone who's very upset about the question uh, that I did not answer, so I'm going to try to re-grab that very quickly. You know, speaking on the... uh, the point of uh, cosplay from someone who has cosplayed way more than he probably ever should have. You? Yes. Okay, I can see that in you. Yeah. Well, the closest I came to that is I dressed up like the cardboard tube samurai for a party recently. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's that's cosplay. Yeah. You you co- played in a. It cosplay. was like a it was like a costume party though. I wasn't going just walking around public. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of cosplayers. I mean, that's what they do. They go to a convention and they just kind of walk around. Gotcha, but conventions a little different. I mean, that's like it's like a party where everyone is in on the gym. yeah. But the party that I went to was like show up in a costume or you suck. Oh, don't well, show up. Gotcha. Yeah. So the last question. Okay. How do you get your boyfriend to stop obsessing about his fixed gear bike? I think the an answer to that is really easy, uh, and that's just get rid of the dude. Mm-hmm. Because those bikes are really lame. <laughs> you know, be like, dude, are you, if you're trying to get somewhere, you know, or go off-road, get a 10-speed or, you know, something with gears. You know, what are you doing on that little thing, sir? sir? Are you doing tricks? If you're not doing flips and, and jumps and cool tricks that'll get you on TV, why are you on it? And come on, wasn't, wasn't that like 1999? I mean, the X Games are like not even on the air anymore. No one even cares. Yeah. I mean... Nobody is even cool. No one thinks that cool anymore. Yeah, if you're not a professional trickster and you're riding around one of those little bikes, I'm, I mean, give it up, dude. In case you hadn't re- noticed, Matt you don't Hoffman, deserve that girlfriend. I'm sorry. Matt Hoffman's like 50 now. Like it's not cool anymore. No, no. I think we helped people here today. I th- really do. We we taught people lessons. We we educated them, and yeah. we really helped resolve some issues. Ah, uh, man, that's that's not what we want to do on this show, but but I guess I guess that's okay. Yeah. Derpy show. Derpy show. Twitter track crap. 
Derpy Show, Twitter track crap. <laughs> Do you know what everyone's freaking the fuck out about on Twitter? I don't. Do you want to know what? A Twitter person. First world problems. No, no, no. So this actually this is Twitter. You want to know what people are pissed off about on the internet this week? I, I guess. So we were finally we were told that not only would Community be able to finish its season this year, we won! Yay! Hashtag yeah. six seasons in a movie. Oh, tsunami? Hey, no. What uh, the fuck? Go on. <laughs> no, seriously, you're, you've got a problem. That had nothing to do with what he was talking about. God, God. Tsunami? Tsunami? God. It's got no one in him. That, that's the segue, right? No, because Tsunami was brought back from Twitter hashes and stuff. God. So he was community, talking about community. Community. NBC's community. Dan yes. Harmon. Anyway, so not only we, we won six seasons of the movie, we get the rest of the season. Oh, they're going to give us 14 episodes next season. That's okay. It's not a full season, but you know what? It's enough to finish the series. We'll get. Yeah, we'll get I was really happy about really that. Really happy. Did you hear about what they did? I did, but go ahead. On Friday, while Dan Harmon was in, in a, uh, an airplane, not able to answer the email. By the way, Dan Harmon is the show is the showrunner for Community. He's the guy he that does the writing. writing. Yeah. And it's obvious that his handiwork is all over that show. It is his show mm. that he's put together. Fired him. I, he's I, gone. That's that's horrible. To me, there's that was that's it. Three seasons. Why? It's done. Why would they fire him? We don't know. We can only assume that this, it's the same reason that they decided to take off to give 30 Rock and Parks and Recreation their last season next year. Um, that's the only reason I can, I can assume. It's that it's all just really bad so decision-making. Bring in other things? Like, what, what? They don't actually have... They don't know what they're going to bring in yet. It's going to be whatever does well in the piloting. Oh, God damn it! Um, I can only assume that... It seems like they're just cleaning house and they don't want any shows that are currently on right. to be around anymore. So they want to stop it before it gets to the fifth With season? the exception of The Office, which has been around forever. It's still going on. Didn't Steve Carell leave that? Steve Carell left like three years ago now. Yeah. No, I didn't know. I, I just remember... Actually, it's not that long. It's been like two years. But. Two years? Okay. Damn. That's a huge problem that TV shows have these days is TV shows that are really good, they cut off right when they're getting really, really good. Yeah. Like Maybe shows that have huge amounts of potential, like, okay, Firefly is an example, um, oh. the Sarah Connor Chronicles... Um, what are some more uh, shows that got cut people off? People apparently love really like Dollhouse as well. Dollhouse, that's Joss Whedon stuff. And now since that his Avengers movie destroyed the box office, you know I bet you Fox is cut. But anyway, there. my point was that shows get cut off that are good, and shows that are lame just go on indefinitely. Like The Office could have been good if they didn't keep it going. Like, if they would have given it an ending and just been like, that was The Office, kind of like the British show did, it would have been fine. But now it's going on and on and on, and they don't know when to stop, and it'll probably just go until the ratings are crap, and then well, it'll just go out. That's like, the American way of doing some, doing things. Like, you look at, you get comic books. These characters just keep going and keep going and forever and ever and ever, and they never go away. Spider-Man's been freaking between the ages of 16 and 29 for, like, 45 years. It's true. What do you do with them anymore? Like, Superman. Right? I mean, it's after just, Infinite Crisis, well. It's just, you just have to keep reinventing and doing all these awful things that no one cares about, because people, supposedly people want to keep reinventing just those stories. And I, I don't know whose fault it is. Is it our fault for buying it, or is it their fault for just keep I don't know. Out? I feel like sometimes it's the creator's fault, but the creator's gotta work too. Like, like the artists that make the art, they need to. They need work. They gotta do stuff, yeah. and if that's what people are buying... I guess it brings up the whole concept of then what is original anymore, then I mean... 
Well, you get, but then again, I think that's more of an American idea, to be honest with you. You see a lot of um, British comics that just finish themselves. Neil Gaiman, his, his Sandman series went on for quite some time. But it was still extremely popular. And he was like, you know what? It's time for the story to end. We're yeah. just going to finish it. Yeah. What, what what has ever happened to writing stories that have endings? Well, Alan Moore has done that, too. He's right. kind of been like... And he got a little pissed off when they started doing the prequels to the whole uh, Watchmen stuff. To be He's fair, Alan Moore's there. pissed off about everything all That's the time. That's true. Alan Moore's gotten a little crazy, too. Have you ever watched that documentary about him? Have you seen him? Uh, yeah, he looks like a caveman. He, he looks like a character juice. from a Rob Zombie movie. Exactly. I mean, exactly. <laughs> no, he's a modern day shaman, and he's a little off kilter. Shaman? Yeah. Seriously, watch watch this whole mindscape of Alan Moore. He goes into all his stories, but near the end, he goes on this whole tirade about like modern day me- metaphysics and how language shapes philosophy and perception of reality. I am not going to really do that. Crazy. But yeah, it's it's very bizarre to me how people don't write things with a with a storyline like that's they just don't design it to have a beginning middle and an end yeah it's like the shows that the tv shows that keep going are ones that just have a premise that they can meander indefinitely on and it's like ones where they actually have a storyline they're just like oh we better cut that off right before they get you know through telling it even halfway jeez you know it's notorious for that fucking animes like Naruto, when they were like trying to get past Most beyond the manga, and then they like just fill the hell out of the episodes with just this tripe until the manga catches up. Now, most animes are actually built properly. Like the some there's of some do. of them that only have about two seasons and they stop ends. because it ends. Yes, uh, they they have a few of them that go on forever, like One Piece Yasha. and, and uh, no, you know, had an ending. What four hundred episodes? Yeah, but it it did have an ending. I mean. Sure, it's but not how much like filler? One I mean, Piece like... or Detective Conan. Right, but and... you look at things like 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 Cowboy Bebop. It's a story. Like yeah. the story's there. Done in a yeah. Trigun. The story. It's yes. it. It was designed to be the Gun beginning, the middle, too, but then again, the end. Done. But it, it seems like guy. American TV is against stuff like that. Right. Well, not just American TV. It's it's books as well. You get things every now and then. You get something that's like I guess you see children's fiction. You get The Hunger Games, right? So it's three books. They say that's going to be it. It's going to yeah. be done. But then you look at uh, uh, you get books like uh, there's this another there's a children other children series just because it's popping into my head. Uh, it's called the Percy Jackson series. It's supposed to be five yeah. books: bending, committing, middle, end, the done. Yeah. Well, it made a lot of money. They're going to keep putting out more out, even though it, you're just perverting the story at this point. Didn't yeah. Rowling was it J.K. Rowling? Rowling. 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 Didn't she have that issue with like all the Harry Potter books? And now she's got another book coming out. That's more of a she. Yes, it's going to be a, a like a lighthearted. Political drama is what? What is what a leap? What wow. a, it's going to be a very big leap. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm going to try it because I actually fairly, I like J.K. Rowling's writing. Yeah. I kind of want to see the difference, but she and she definitely said that that's the last Harry Potter book. She's not going to write any more Harry Potter books. Harry Potter's done. But I often cry back to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, the man who wrote Sherlock Holmes. Poor guy. <laughs> he killed off Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes went. Spoiler alert: went tumbling off. Uh, waterfall with yeah. Moriarty. Yeah. Well, his next couple of things didn't make any money, so he started writing Sherlock Holmes stories again to make the money. And I don't want to say that I don't want necessarily want J.K. Rowling stuff to fail, but I guarantee you, at some point, there will come a time when she can do more more good with a Harry Potter book than she can with anything else. And to be <laughs> fair, like she's she's, she's done some good stuff. Like she did, she released the Tales of Beetle the Bard, a book from the series. So it's like a fiction book. Um, but all the money went to went to charity. If she wrote, she could write anything about the Harry Potter world and give it all to charity. Yeah, and everyone would buy it. Derpy show. So this kid was on Facebook, and he says, "Like you do, like like you do." 
and he said, I'm polishing my rifle. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Just as a status update, he says, I'm polishing my rifle. He's one of those guys. Naturally, what's the first thing you do? Obviously, you close down the school that the kid goes to because he's probably planning an attack. Because if you're going to plan an attack, you're going to let everyone know on the internet that you're doing that. Yeah. But to be fair, I don't normally let everyone on the internet know that I'm about to jerk off. True. True. He, maybe, he gets, maybe he's a voyeurist. He might have just been kidding. But but they, fit, they did an investigation. Yep. And it turns out that he was just referencing masturbation. They closed the school and probably pulled the kid in for questioning. Because he posted a status update that said, I'm polishing my rifle. So I want to see that. I want to see it says, <clears throat> Now, boy, it says here at 7.49 p.m., you were polishing your rifle. What were you doing at 7.48 p.m.? What, what are you talking about? Well, it says here, you, it seems like you were going to kill everyone at the school with a rifle. What were you doing? What was going through your head at that moment? What could possibly be on that screen that made you so angry? Are you talking about my Facebook status? Of course! You threatened to kill the whole school! I was talking about spanking my monkey. <gasps> now you're getting into animal abuse! Oh, God. You, you, no. Why am I here? Well, now there's a list of animal abuse and potentially killing the whole school. This is worse than the child who said he was choking the chicken. Choke it? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. What? Chickens as well? You mongrel! <laughs> this is terrible. It's not funny. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me this is all about you trying to make... Smake? <laughs> is this all about you trying to make yogurt come out of the one-eyed monster? I, I guess you could say that. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. diabolical. I'm getting fired for this, aren't I? But I think the bigger, <laughs> the bigger thing behind this issue is that people overreact to, to kids and what they do quite often it seems Have like been. after Columbine the whole elephant in the room there I mean seriously yeah but that's such a touchy subject though like well, that was that was long coming and nobody noticed that's the thing now these days it's over that it's an extreme that you know any bit of like you know hard feelings or like you know stress and somebody posted on Facebook yeah now it's one thing like we do. They ha it's not just Columbine. I mean, we've had school after school after school. It happens. Yeah. It's something that happens. Mm -hmm. I think the kid. I get that. It's he thought it was funny to make a a, a dick a dick joke a masturbation joke, mm -hmm. but that is the one. That's the worst one to do. Like you I can get, read into it so many different ways. You can read it into so many different ways. I guess, but the poor kid probably thought he was just posting it to his friends, you know? No, I understand. Well, he may have been an idiot that didn't actually limit it to his friends, because some posts can be public. Well, I'm guessing if he was a kid that goes to high school, he probably doesn't have the best working knowledge of Facebook. Well, kids these days are growing up with the Well, I'm going to say, like, I, I, I got called into questioning in high school because, lo and behold, I'm a giant nerd. I used to get the shit kicked out of me. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. If you didn't Surprise. guess that. Really? Really. Really. Um, and at one point, I said something in the midst of, you know, in, on the ground in a, in a fucking bloody huddle, something to the effect of, Mother, this is, this is why people attack their schools, is because you fucking go nuts on kids. Of course, I get hauled into questioning, not the four guys that duct taped me and threw me into a dumpster. Oh, no. No, not at all. You got duct tape and thrown into a dumpster? Yeah, I was, like, living in a constant I episode of I wanted to make fun of shorts. you, but that's sad. Yeah, it's fucked no, up, I feel, right? I feel for you. I feel for you. But, uh, but, like... That's the world we've we've led into. It's it's you blame people who are actually being hurt, 
and not the people who are causing the pain. And when you blame the people who are being hurt, it just gets worse and gets worse and gets worse. And the people explode. And now that it's so easy to do massive amounts of damage, yeah, it happens. People people have been lashing out for centuries. That's what we've always done. But in the but in ancient Egypt. I mean, you could take a staff or a sword, but you can't, couldn't kill your entire group, entire room of people. Mm-hmm. Even up until the Industrial Revolution, you couldn't do much to a huge group of people. You could set a fire, mm. yeah. But that's not gonna. I mean, most you could, you could stop that. Blow up Parliament. But once you have, and not even failed. <laughs> but that was, I mean, but once you start getting into the industry and the weapons and the that. Once you push people, it's easier for them to grab something and and, and take and take out that frustration. What I'm saying is, when you're that built up, you gotta jerk off. Just don't say you're polishing your rifle. <laughs> Good return, because this is taking too much of a serious turn. I'm just saying, man, jerk off, but don't tell anybody about it. Go to U-Porn, turn on incognito mode, fucking put on your slow jams of the red hot chili peppers, stroke away. Just don't tell anybody about it. I think that was our PSA for for the episode. Yeah, there you go. There you go. The more you derp. Thanks for listening to Derpy Show, presented by Nerdy Show. If you enjoyed what you've heard, support the Nerdy Show Podcast Network by telling a friend, join in on the community forums, or support us with your hard-earned cash and receive exclusive perks. For more episodes of Derpy Show, Nerdy Show, Dungeons and Doritos, and other podcast videos, our Minecraft server, and other cool stuff, visit nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store. And remember to follow us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter, at Nerdy Show, to keep up to date on the latest Nerdy Show news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.